Hello, and my name is Peter Rushmer, and I'm your host today of a Half Dozen Things podcast. A Half Dozen Things is a podcast for business owners and professionals just like you. Whether you're an underdog hungry for success or you're already smashing it but want to continue to level up, we're here each week for you to get insight and learning from the very best in the business. No fluff, no BS and no self-proclaimed gurus talking about how easy business or life is. Just real, frank and raw conversations. Recently, Elon Musk became the world's wealthiest man. So I felt there was no better time than to interview him for a half dozen things. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get the real deal, but what I did get was his six secrets to successful business. So in this episode, I'm going to explore those with you. So do enjoy. Today is Elon Musk. So today I'm delighted to be joined by Elon Musk. Elon Musk is just become the richest person in the world, overtaking Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. He's a Tesla and SpaceX entrepreneur, and his net worth is reported to be around $185 billion. In our money, that's £136 sterling, £136 billion sterling, sorry. Um, And that's after an increase in the share price of the electric car company Tesla. So what are his secrets to success? And Elon Musk has shared those, and there's six of them. And I thought it was an absolute brilliant opportunity. It's almost like I can interview him. So his half dozen secrets for success are, it isn't about the money. Pursue your passions. Don't be afraid to think big. Be ready to take risks. Ignore the critics. And finally, enjoy yourself. So we're going to explore those today. And I'm going to pretend like Elon's here. Uh, Obviously, he's not. (laughs) So it's going to be a bit of my take on what his six key areas are. But I thought they were absolutely fantastic. And they really, really resonated with me. So the first one is, it isn't about the money. Now, one of the things that I've learned over the past while is that a lot of the really, really successful people in life, genuinely successful people, it's not about the money for them. It's about their passion. It's about becoming the person who does great things, achieves great things, and makes a real contribution to the world. And I think that with Elon Musk, for an example, it SpaceX, Tesla, it's all about the contribution he's making. It's not actually about becoming the richest man in the world. So if you're thinking about going into business on your own and you're wanting to do it because you want to be rich... It's the wrong reasons for doing it. It's all about it not being about the money. So a, a, a great example is I recently watched, there's a documentary on Netflix with Dr. Dre, who was the first rap billionaire, I believe. Um, and Dr. Dre, uh, for him, you can see it's all about the music. It's about the quality of the music. And, um, you know, it was always about finding the best artist. It's about staying cutting edge. It was about giving people what they want and delivering whilst exploring your passion. And and that, in a nutshell, is what successful business is all about. And the money just follows. The money's a byproduct. Uh, that's how it appears to me. 
Um, obviously, I'm not a successful billionaire or even a millionaire, but my belief is that it's all about the value. It's about the contribution. It's not necessarily about getting rich quick. Uh, there are not the reasons for being successful because I think the money, whilst money does bring happiness, it doesn't necessarily bring satisfaction. It doesn't bring contentment. And if I've learned anything, all of those things are provided by what money can't buy. However, if it came to an option between being rich or poor, I know which one I'd pick because I know what it's like to be one and I wasn't particularly happy. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's the first one. It's all about your passion. It's all about following your dream. Um, second one, it not being about money. Well, his second area was pursue your passion. So I think they're quite intrinsically linked. When he says it's not about money, what he is alluding to is it's about pursuing your passions. And for him, uh, you know, he's quoted as saying, you want things in the future to be better. You want new and exciting things that make life better. And that's how he talks about SpaceX. Um, you know, he wants us to advance beyond Earth, put people on Mars. He wants to have a base on the moon. You know, what people think is crazy stuff is his passion. And... I think that that just sort of rings through in the way he thinks. He thinks bigger. And I think if people can break outside the box, I know that sounds like a cliche, but if you can think bigger uh, to pursue your passion, to, to take it to the absolute next level, to advance humanity, to advance your passion and your understanding of whatever that may be, and to make things better for other people. Um, you know, I think, I think, if someone if someone came up with the idea that would solve uh, the environmental challenges we're facing with climate change, uh, they will quite quickly become a huge billionaire um, because they won't be doing it for the money. But that will come as a byproduct of them coming up with a solution that solves a big problem for a lot of people. And uh, I believe that when it comes to business and when it comes to life, I think the bigger the problem you're able to solve and the more common it is, I think that's when you start to hit gold. So if you can solve more problems at a bigger rate for more people, then uh, I think you know that that's a good way to go. And that certainly shines through with the interviews that I've done with other people. And it leads nicely onto his third area, which is don't be afraid to think big. One of the really striking things about Elon Musk's businesses is how audacious they are. He wants to revolutionise the car industry. He wants to colonise Mars and he wants to build super fast trains in vacuum tunnels, integrating AI into human brains and upending the solar power and battery industries. Now there's a common thread there and all of his projects are really futuristic. They're the kind of stuff you'd read in kids' magazines. You know, his tunnelling business apparently is called The Boring Company. Um, you know, he is thinking really big and... I believe that of the people that I've interviewed, the the really, really successful people are the ones who aren't afraid to think big. They really do stretch boundaries, they push boundaries and just explore, explore what they're passionate about, but explore what problems they're able to solve and think about it in a big way. Um, my vision for, for Flagship is, and the decisions I make aren't based on me being the best local provider in Peterborough for training and health and safety and transport. That isn't the decisions I make because if 
if that was how I thought, the investment I'd make in my website, in my team, in my own personal development, they don't really match that vision of being the best provider in Peterborough. Now, many people, that, that might be the right vision for you, and that, that's absolutely fine. But when I think about what I want to be is I want to revolutionise the people services business that small to medium-sized privately owned family businesses operate under and the support they get for health and safety, for human resources, for training and particularly around transport compliance as well. So I want to really change the face of that and for my methodology to be at the forefront of the way that that's operated within the UK. That may extend beyond the UK in the future, but that, that's where I think right now. So straight away, when I make decisions, I think about how scalable it is. I think about how it'd be accepted on a national basis. Uh, I think about investing in myself to, to put myself at the forefront of the industry that I operate in, which is a transport sector. So I invest in that way. Uh, I, I look at competitors on a national scale and I compare ourselves to them. So hopefully that crystallizes the way the way I think. So people might listen and think, but Pete, why aren't you thinking about taking on the world and thinking bigger and what have you? And I think that's fine, but you've you've kind of whilst it's great to think big, you've also got to be rational in the way that you think. So right now I'm in my mid 30s and I believe that my vision is achievable in the in the, the short to medium term. So potentially longer term, I can think about bigger, bigger stuff. But right now, I haven't got the resources to think about global domination. And I'd kind of seem a bit foolish whilst I haven't really put into practice what, what, what I'm already doing. So I think it's important to consider what your what goals you want to achieve. And that will then help you make decisions around the level of investment you make in both yourself and in the in the business that you're building. Um, but yeah, absolutely. And just to reiterate that, so flagship partners, I really see that being the the one stop shop for anyone in the transport or automotive or logistics sector that needs help with health and safety, with human resources and with their compliance, as well as training their people. We are the we are the people that first come to mind. So in that sense I compare ourselves to citation to peninsula, the 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 sort of in the, from a UK point of view they are the market leaders and they're not industry specific they're industry wide so I then also look at the big players in our industry as well and I start to compare us to them so that that's how I go about looking at looking at things and hopefully that's quite insightful for you and, and if you want help with your vision or what have you then then by all means give me a shout so the fourth area that Elon Musk says is around being ready to take risks and a few of the people I've interviewed previously talk about risks and being able to take risks. And, you know, what what Elon's saying is you have to have skin in the game to do well. And he's taken more risks than most. In 2002, he'd sold off all his holdings in his first two ventures, um, including PayPal. And he'd just entered his 30s and had almost 200 million in the bank. $200 million for a lot of people would be like, I'm just going to chill now. But he reinvested the whole lot. And I must say, if I was in that position, I don't know that I could do the same thing. So fair play to the guy. But do you know what? When I left my corporate job and, um, you know, it may not have been to the same level, 
Um, but for me, that was a big, big risk. You know, we had a young family and uh, we, you know, it, it was a struggle initially because with business, when you go into business, nothing's guaranteed. You Nothing is guaranteed. But what you start to realise after a while is that actually your job's not guaranteed either. And a lot of people are learning that right now, that what they felt, the security around their role and their job, it's not it's not real. Um, interestingly, Neville Wright, and a shout out to Neville Wright, who I interviewed a few episodes ago, and if you haven't listened to it, it's well worth a listen. He really changed my paradigm, gave me a paradigm shift, a real thought shift around what security is. And um, I sat there, he's got a lovely, lovely house that we were sitting in overlooking the lake and uh, the river in Wandsford and the bridge. He goes to me, Pete, the thing is that people don't understand is that security there's no such thing. Security is just a figment of your imagination. And to hear someone that's done as well as Neville, um, he sold Kitty Care for seventy million pounds. Um, he's reported to be worth a hundred million. He might be might be worth more. I'm not sure. And he'll probably drop me a LinkedIn message when he listens to this and tell me that I'm wrong and that it's however much it is. However, for someone of that stature to tell me that security is just a figment of your imagination that that's that's huge and actually as you start to sort of explore that concept actually is there any risk in going into business really all you need is the belief in yourself so this is intrinsically linked to your level of self-belief and how willing you are to back yourself and i've seen that hashtag a bit another one of my interviewees recently was ollie magnus shout out to you ollie and Ollie uses a hashtag a lot, back yourself. You know, I think he's taken a lot of risk personally in, in going back into Magnus Group and investing all his savings and everything. But he's backing himself and he's going to do amazingly out of it. And um, I think I think that's the thing is being ready to take risks. It's, it's about believing in yourself. And when I hear people going, oh, that's a bit risky and they may be in a job they're not enjoying and uh, they're doing stuff every day that they don't love. I think, do you know what? Life's too short genuinely life is too short and that's that's the way I look at it now you know I was fortunate enough to have survived what I've survived those listeners who have heard what I've been through and 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 my history is you know I didn't survive that to then have a life which is anything less than extraordinary so I think you've got to back yourself you've got to believe in yourself and I think you know employ employment isn't as secure as what people think it is you know, there's no such thing as a job for life anymore. My my dad, uh, God bless him, fantastic, fantastic man that he is, 30 years in the police force, uh, retired after 30 years or semi-retired after 30 years with a pension. That isn't life anymore. That isn't life for the current generation and it isn't life for the future generation. So the only way to take control is to take risks, take risks and to back yourself. So, okay, the fifth area from Elon Musk is around ignoring the critics. So what really shocked him, uh, in 2014, he was really, really upset. Um, and um, there were blog sites maintaining that Tesla was on was on death watch. And um, obviously he, he, got, he got a lot of criticism. And, you know, do you know what? I think you can end up unnecessarily considering what critics say about you. I think um, people who really put themselves out there, the ce- celebrities, they, they pedestalise themselves and... Um, you know, sometimes critics are quite right and sometimes they're, they're completely wrong. 
but I think what what means most to people is is the people around them and and people around them criticizing them. So there's two real learnings there, and that is if if one of your loved ones wants to do something that they're passionate about, back them, uh, believe in them, support them. You know, if one of your friends wants to do something and it's something they really really want to do, back them. Don't criticize them because do you know what? There were people that criticized me, and I still don't really talk to them at all. And uh, if you're listening, you know who you are. So I just shut them out. And um, essentially, there's no space for negativity. Um, life's too short. You know, as I've alluded to all the way through through this episode, really. Life's too short, really. You've just got to... If people are going to criticise you, just, you've just got to knock them out. Now, there, there's... You know, there's there's constructive support and constructive advice and constructive feedback, which is worth taking on board. And you need to decide where that line is for you between criticism and critical support. And it's normally from where someone means their feedback. And sometimes you might need to make the decision on how meaningful that is. But I think if people just want to slate you, if people just want to criticise what you do, then that's just a learning curve for how willing you are to let them into your life. So, yeah, well worth thinking about that. And the final half dozen thing from Elon Musk is enjoy yourself. And... um, I, I, I love this, you know. Um, he's impossibly rich, famous. Um, he could have anything that he wants, but he still boasts about working 120 hour weeks. Um, you know, he, he he's a busy guy. Um, and uh, I think that's really ultimately what it comes down to. It's all about enjoying yourself. So one of the things that I'll leave you to consider as the final thought um, and the final point is about how, how do you celebrate success when you reach milestones, when you reach your goals? Do you take time to celebrate your success? Because a lot of people I know who work hard and they push themselves and they back themselves, they're not very good at celebrating their successes because they're always on to the next thing and always on to the shiny thing after that. So I think I know that I'm particularly bad at this. Um, I think that life can just end up being the treadmill, um, a very complex treadmill, you know, the, uh, the, the, the hamster on the wheel. I think... It's too short to fall into that trap. We've really just got to make the most of it because it goes by in a sniffing, sniffing of, of an instant. You know, it was only, it was only the other day, genuinely, that my my children were babies, and now they're, you know, they're they're towards the the end of primary school, and before long they're going to be snotty nosed teenagers that don't want to know and don't want to do anything with me. Um, so it's precious. It's precious time and. I think when it comes to enjoying yourself, you know, you can always make more money. You can't make more time. Um, and that, that's certainly something that I've learned. So it's all about making time for those we love and the things that we love and the things we enjoy doing. So, um, But I would also ensure that you do stuff for a living that you love as well. And that, that's kind of the, the whole point around this, this uh, podcast because I'm doing what I love. I love business. I love being in business. I love making my own decisions and the autonomy that that offers. And, and those that are in the same position will understand exactly what I'm talking about. But it's about having that control for yourself. So um, I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode and joining me on Elon Musk's journey. Um, I'm sorry the man himself wasn't here to, to discuss this with you. But I hope you've uh, enjoyed this session and uh, do share it with your friends and take care and I'll catch you all soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate your time. Please do follow me at Pete Rushmer on LinkedIn or on Facebook, follow Flagship Training UK 
And you can find us on YouTube too at Flagship UK.